Hi y'all, good evening. My name is Shamira. Um, I'm starting on this exciting new project. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. And so I'm so happy that God has allowed me to do this. So my idea right now, what I'm inspired to do is to go through the Bible um, with all of you. Um, I want to learn uh, what the word of God says. Uh, for myself, I've heard so many people, so many preachers interpret the word of God as to how the spirit leads them. But I want to go on a journey of discovery for myself uh, about what the word of God uh, says uh, for me, for my family, for my life, for my marriage, for my friendships, for my work, for my relationships. So that's going to be the focus of this podcast. So what I'm going to do uh, basically is to go through the Bible in its entirety. Obviously, I know that we might not be able to or might not be able to read uh, everything word for word, but I know that God will lead me as he sees feet, as he wants me to, to do this, um, this podcast. So I'm going to use uh, the Holy Bible. It's called a compact edition, the New Living Translation second edition that's my bible that's the one i'm gonna go through with uh in this in this journey and basic and we're going to start with genesis so uh in this bible um genesis one it says the account of creation and it goes to say in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters and the spirit of god was hovering over the surface of the waters then god said let there be light and there was light and god saw that the light was good then he separated the light from the darkness god called the light day and darkness night and evening passed and morning came marking the first day then god said let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth and and that is what happened god made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens go call the space sky and evening passed and, and morning came marking the second day then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what God called the dry ground. I'm sorry. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed bearing plant and trees that grow seed bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. Amazing, right? And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed bearing plants and trees with seed bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind and God so that it was good let me just pause here for a little bit um we see the continuity of life god created it it, it goes to show i feel like um god the 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 way that god created the earth is to self-sustain in a sense of he's not gonna go back to create more trees to you know create more animals and plants because he gave them the 
the ability to reproduce you know each other um to reproduce themselves if i might use that word and that's amazing uh i find that you know that's how long term god god planned this and so i'll continue from verse um 13 and evening passed and morning came marking the second day so i guess we'll explore this later but think about it we just read that the the vegetation that was produced that seed bearing vegetation um god saw it reproduce itself and then he said that was good and he saw that that was good so we can i guess lean into the fact that a day in the eyes of god is much longer than it is for us for us here because hi y'all good evening my name is shamira um I'm starting on this exciting new project. This is something I've wanted to do for a long time. And so I'm so happy that God has allowed me to do this. So my idea right now, what I'm inspired to do is to go through the Bible um, with all of you. Um, I want to learn uh, what the word of God says. Uh, for myself, I've heard so many people, so many preachers interpret the word of God as to how the spirit leads them. But I want to go on a journey of discovery for myself uh, about what the word of God uh, says uh, for me, for my family, for my life, for my marriage, for my friendships, for my work, for my relationships. So that's going to be the focus of this podcast. So what I'm going to do uh, basically is to go through the Bible in its entirety. Obviously, I know that we will, might not be able to or might not be able to read uh, everything word for word, but I know that God will lead me as he sees feet, as he wants me to to do this, um, this podcast. So I'm um, going to use uh, the Holy Bible. It's called a compact edition, the New Living Translation, second edition. That's my Bible. That's the one I'm going to go through with uh, in this in this journey. And basic, and we're going to start with Genesis. So uh, in this Bible, um, Genesis 1, it says the account of creation. And it goes to say, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And, and that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens, go call the space sky. And evening passed and, and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place so dry ground may appear. And that is what God called the dry ground. I'm sorry. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land, and the waters seas, 
And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. Amazing, right? And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. Let me just pause here for a little bit. Um, we see the continuity of life. God created, it, it, it goes to show, I feel like um, God, the, the, the way that God created the earth is to self-sustain in a sense of he's not going to go back to create more trees to, you know, create more animals and plants because he gave them the, the ability to reproduce, you know, each other, um, to reproduce themselves, if I might use that word. And that's amazing. Uh, I find that, you know, that's how long-term God planned this. And so I'll continue from verse um, 13. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. So I guess we'll explore this later, but think about it. We just read that the the vegetation that was produced, that seed-bearing vegetation, um, God saw it reproduce itself. And then he said that was good, and he saw that that was good. So we can... I guess lean into the fact that a day in the eyes of God is much longer than it is for us, for us here because So yes, uh, as we were saying, um, the work of creation I was trying to, I'm trying to put into context where it says that God saw the plants reproducing themselves and he said that that was good. That for me implies or indicates that the work of creation was not in a day like we understand it. In There is more that goes into time because nothing reproduces itself in a day. Grows to maturity, uh, produces a seed, and that seed is that seed you know grows and re, you know, reproduces its the, the the parent plant in, in in such a way within just a day so like i said this is something i think we can look into later because i think the bible somewhere explains that what the length of a day to you know is to god when the bible talks about uh, a day in the eyes of god what that how what is that length of time with us so um i'll continue with the um from there about the creation we will talk about creation of man which is in verse 26 through 28 uh yes where god said he created in this version it says verse 27 says so god created human beings in his own image um but we all familiar with the verse that says God created man in his own image. In the image of God, still 20, verse 26, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So 
we are all created in the image of God. Um, note here that it just says human beings or man. Uh, we were all created in the image of God. So this brings me to a point where I always wonder, for those who think or who feel that they are superior, they are more than other people, other groups of people, what their basis is. Because the Bible just says God created human beings, created man. Um, in his image, all of us are created in God's image. If you believe in God and you say you believe in God, um, God created all of us in his image. That shows the diversity of God. Like He, he is not one thing or one race. Um, he loves color. And, and, and just look around the creation around you and you can appreciate that God loves color. He was not about to miss out the opportunity to color us human beings also because we are created. We are his creation. And I think that in that in those different colors that we are, that's what make us beautiful. I mean, imagine yourself walking in a field of flowers. The vibrant colors over there are what makes those fields beautiful. So how come we're not able to see that amongst ourselves? How come when we look at other people, instead of seeing the beauty of God's creation, we we see enemies, we, we see, we get suspicious, we immediately start putting categories um, or, you know, assigning people into different brackets. So for me, that's, that's, this is the one verse that I always, I always say, you know, people who say they are Christians should not have a problem uh, interacting and, and treating other people equally because we're all human beings. Anyway, so and then God said, he was telling man that he has given him um, everything. Uh, in verse 29, it says, look, I've given you every seed bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. So God gave us food from plant. And uh, and he said, I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals and the birds in the sky and the small animals that scurry around the, along the ground. Everything that has life. And that is what happened. So initially, God gave us fruits um, for food. <laughs> um... Let's see, then God looked over, this is verse 31 of Genesis chapter 1, then God looked over um, all he had made, and it was beautiful. So, that is verse chapter, that's the, that's the chapter 1, so we're going into chapter 2 where it says, so the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day he rested from all his work of creation. This is Genesis chapter 2 verse 4, says this is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. The man and woman in Eden, when the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild animals nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord had not yet sent rain to water the earth, 
and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all land. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and man became a living person. I believe that this is very, very important to note that when God created us from the dust, uh, there was no life in us. But God breathed the breath of life or breathed the breath of life into the man's nostril and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, flowed around the entire land of Havilah where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic raisin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch called the Gihon flowed from the flowed around the entire land of Kush. The third branch called the Tigris flowed east of the land of Ashur. The fourth branch is called Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God made from the ground all the wild animals, and all the birds of the sky, he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But there was still no helper, just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep while the man slept, and the Lord, and the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman, because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife are both naked, but felt no shame. So this is um, chapter 2 of Genesis. It is the beginnings of family, of marriage, right here. Um, In the very beginning of life, in the very beginning of the universe, we see that there was purpose between, there was purpose for the creation of, of everything. Man was created to um, watch over the Garden of Eden. If you were to put this in context, I would say 
to watch over the earth, to watch over God's creations. Um, but then God said um, he needs a helper who's just right for him. So, in that way, a uh, woman was, you know, God created a woman because he could not find, God could not find a, a suitable helper for, for, for the man, as the Bible says. Um, there was just no helper that was right for him. And, and that's why God um, created a woman to be, I guess, that the just, the just right helper. For, 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 for man in, in his role uh, of watching over the Garden of Eden. Um, I know many people feel um, not very comfortable with saying that we women are helpers, that women are helpers to, to, to men. Um, but if you're to look in the Bible, or if you're to look at that point, what God's intention was, um, I will not say I, I know it, but from the wording of the scripture, it says that man was placed in the Garden of Eden to watch over it. Uh, to, to When you watch over something, you take care of something. You, get, you figure out the logistics of something. He was even given the responsibility of naming the created animals. And he did that man named the animals um but god knew that he needed a helper 